This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast, a breaking edition of the podcast, as LSU has landed another commitment in the class of 2021, this time it's four-star defensive end Naquan Brown out of the Virginia Beach area. And with me, Billy Embody, to talk about that commitment is Shay Dixon. Shay, it seems like we've kind of hit a little bit of a groove here again, like we were in May with LSU landing commitments. Yeah, this was one that we knew would come at some point this summer. Naquan Brown had been talking about shutting things down. Uh, so we've seen a handful of LSU commitments come somewhat as a surprise. Now they're getting into a groove of guys who have had scheduled announcements. Uh, Naquan was one of them. A few weeks back, he had circled uh, July 1st as the day he was going to go public with things. Uh, and from everything we gathered, they've uh, they had wrapped this up uh, really over the past month. Wasn't much of a uh, a battle for the Tigers going down the stretch uh, as Ed Orgeron and them hold on to uh, one prospect in Virginia, a four-star in Brown, right after they signed Antoine Sampa, a four-star out of Virginia a year ago. They're still in on Tristan Lee, a five-star offensive tackle out of Virginia. So uh, Coach O talked about going national. Uh, Billy, he's definitely done that uh, in the past few classes, uh, adding up on much more out-of-state guys than LSU fans are probably used to seeing. But uh, this is one we'll talk about for a minute because uh, it's sort of an interesting pickup. And I'll let you kind of start with some thoughts on Brown. I watched a bunch of his film this morning. Uh, and you give your take on kind of the eval side. And, and I think I know where you're going with it. So then I'll respond why I think uh, this is a really kind of interesting pickup in terms of the future of the defense. Yeah, I think, like you said, it's an interesting pickup. And it's one that I think we'll we'll look back on and – I think either kind of see it as a boom or a bust, in my opinion. I don't think there's there's somewhere in between for Naquan Brown because you 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 mentioned it in your tidbits on the board. This is somebody that had a really strong sophomore year, has a lot of the, I think, measurables that people look for in kind of a tweener. And so as they transition to this 4-3 defense, where he fits in is going to be interesting. Can he play outside linebacker? Can he run and cover and do all the things that they need him to do at that spot? Or will he grow into a defensive end and rush the passer? I could see all of that. And he's intriguing for a couple of reasons because he's got that 4-3 shuttle that, uh, that he logged last year. So he's got some athleticism and, and he's got the lateral agility. And then you see that 5-2-40. And, and look, I think sometimes you can look at a 40 and then look at a kid's offers and just say, okay, what's going on here? And I think you hit it on the head with some of your tidbits on the board ahead of his commitment, which is he's somebody that really hasn't been trained how to run the, those, those types of settings. And so I, I think he's got some natural athleticism. I think he's somebody that it fits in very well in the class and what they want. And I think he's got some upside to him. Now, he could come out as a senior, and he could be somebody they eval again as a senior, much like any of these guys in the class for the most part, and they might not see 
what they saw as a junior and what they liked about him so much to get him on board. I think that's what a lot of coaches are going to do. But as far as a pickup right now in the summer and what he brings to this class, his versatility, he seems like a hardworking kid. Uh, you mentioned it, and you might talk about it a little bit more, about how he'll get with Tommy Moffitt, the strength staff, and the nutrition staff, and really uh, engage well with that uh, at LSU and, and take off from there. Um, so I think with where things stand right now, this is a solid pickup. I just think he's an intriguing prospect from the standpoint of where does he fit in and, and kind of how does his development go from here. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think that's obvious, right, that a guy who is in the 6'4", 80-plus inch wing, weighing 210 in high school uh, as a senior would be someone who puts on a good amount of weight when he gets to college. I mean, we saw that with Arden Key. Um, so I think that uh, one thing that I find more interesting, let's say he does play in that 230-pound range, uh, 240 pounds as a, a 6'4 edge rusher on his film, He's standing up. He's got his hand in the dirt, but he's primarily at uh, the defensive end spot. With this transition from a 3-4 to a 4-3, and like Bo Pelini said, I'm going to be multiple. That's what I'm curious to see is how multiple are they, and and maybe more so than fans are anticipating. And, and look, I understand transition years, but how much different, and I'm not, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, and I'm also just wondering, how much different is he than Xavier Carter, who measures in at a legit 6-4? Um, 210 pounds and and probably has an 80 plus inch wing and that is kind of the type of guy that they've been recruiting do they continue to do that uh, with a kind of guy who if he pans out to be what he is maybe he's a hand in the dirt in but also a situational pass rusher at worst yeah I'm with you on that and I see both of those guys as and and you can kind of like as a safety, you can look at Kari G the same way. He's got that frame. He, you can tell that if he gets into the strength and conditioning program and packs on the weight, who knows? He might grow into a linebacker. So there's a lot of guys in this class that have that versatility. I mean, I mentioned Kari G, but Savion Jones could end up being a defensive tackle. Landon Jackson could end up being a defensive tackle. Or they can stay at defensive end. Right now, I, I really see LSU – addressing a lot of versatility with the guys they have in this class right now. And this is just the latest example of it. But I think with you know, Brown on board now, you've got 13 commitments. They're in the top 10. They've got some guys on uh, the board still that you know could decide in the summer as well. But right now, I think where this class stands, the things that stand out to me right now is one from a class perspective of, in terms of who's committed they're doing a really good job at receiver already. They could very well stay hot at that position and sign, honestly, the best receiver class in the country. And then on top of that, they're doing a terrific job in Louisiana. I think they've got a chance, and I mentioned this in my latest class prediction piece, but, I mean, they could land. They could end up signing Jordan Gilbert out of Baton Rouge U High. They could end up with Katravion Hargrove out of Rustin, the four-star running back on 24-7. And that's not to mention, of course, Chris Hilton, Brian Thomas, Mason Smith, and Sage Ryan, the top four prospects in Louisiana in this cycle. LSU seems to be the team to beat for all of them. So I think wide receiver is, is a position that I love right now in this class. And then just as a whole, they're doing a great job in Louisiana. Yeah, and I think that the Louisiana, they seem to have set themselves up right well for these top four guys in, in Hilton and, and Thomas at receiver and Mason Smith at on the D-line, and Sage Ryan, who I love and is just so versatile uh, as a defensive back. 
I think that uh, that he's almost a, a nickel honey badger type. Not not saying he's honey badger with the exact same type of game, but that type of a versatile athlete where you can play him at corner safety. And and if they come away with that lot, Billy, yeah, they're in really great shape. What I like so far, maybe most, is probably the D line recruiting. And whether you call that edge rushers like these guys or Savion Jones in them, um, but Anthony Hunley looks like a really good pickup. Going in and getting Landon Jackson out of Texas when he had a ton of other options uh, at big name schools, including in Texas, to go ahead and commit to LSU. And then setting yourselves up for guys uh, like Mason Smith while you're still knocking off commitments like Naquan Brown, like a Xavier Carter, uh, like a potential for a Keanu Coat type of, of edge rusher. So I really like where the trenches are going as a whole. I love right the Dellinger commitment. But if they can get a Tristan Lee, uh, and if they can get an, a guy like that, another elite offensive tackle, a top 100, 150 guy, uh, or at least someone that shows a ton of promise and, and that you get maybe a left tackle and a right tackle out of this class, even if they have all the star power of quarterback with Nussmeyer and all, maybe the best receiver class in the country, if they get um, Hilton and, and Brian Thomas, then Alabama will battle for that title, uh, maybe much depending on who lands Thomas. But I think that that will be the the sort of thing you circle and say, wow, look, they have a really great class. They recruited well all over, but to load up with that many talented guys in the trenches and not a lot of guys that you're just wondering like, oh, will maybe this guy or this guy can be good, but knowing, hey, we're coming off of a year where you go BJ Ojolari and Guillory and Roy and all these different D linemen and then following it up with this, that would be big for me. Yeah, and that's something that – and it's kind of been touched on on the board by some of our subscribers. Some of the defensive line recruits that hadn't panned out in the past years for LSU, I mean, it, it's safe to say, like you said, a lot of these guys are probably going to pan out. I mean, you feel good about Jaqueline Roy. You feel good about Jacoby and Guillory, B.J. Ojolari, and then the guys in this class, they all seem like they've got the potential to be really, really good. Savion Jones, Landon Jackson are like exactly what we kind of look for in terms of these guys being able to produce both, tack both tackles for loss and sacks. They've got the size. They've got the length. They've got the athletic profiles. Uh, they're just doing a terrific job in the trenches right now. Like you said, that offensive line part of it will be interesting. But uh, one position that is uh, probably uh, the most interesting right now is, is receiver. That's where all the buzz seems to be around the potential of upcoming decisions or uh, LSU-Bama battles or LSU-Georgia battles. And, and one prospect that we could look at, I think, and, and point to, okay, he might be next to make his decision is Chris Hilton out of Zachary, who's a top 100 overall player. He's uh, got the track profile. He, he's productive. He's explosive. Uh, he'd fit right into the slot for LSU. And it seems like the Tigers are the team to beat uh, if he is, in fact, getting close to a decision. Yeah, this is one of those that I think will – give LSU so much in terms of, okay, look, football-wise, we know well what he can do. He's done it at the highest level with Zachary. They play a lot of great competition. He's made a game-winning play in a state championship game. I believe that was against West Monroe. Um, so he's competed at the highest level on the football field and, and showed up and showed out. And he's super talented. I think he's a guy that is in no doubt uh, will one day be a, a, a starter and a playmaker for LSU uh, as a receiver, and, and they continue to recruit great ones. But just as big, look, in ninth grade, he won state in the high jump. So this is someone the LSU track program benefits from. And, and you look at 
what's becoming a long line of guys um, that play both football and, and run track quite often if they're running, right? And uh, it'll be cool to see if, if he does commit and does ultimately play at LSU uh, and sign with the Tigers. They haven't had a lot of jumpers uh, who, have, who have also played football. So that will be interesting to see after a run of, you know, your Kerry Vincents and Dante Jacksons and, and guys like that. Yeah, I think you nailed it on the head with with Chris Hilton. He's he's an exciting prospect, and I think his he he really came on late in his junior year after he had that off season surgery. He was recovering, kind of leading into his junior year, uh, and then by the end of it, I mean he was back to his old self. Should benefit in a huge way uh, with Eli Holstein, the twenty twenty three quarterback who has a LSU offer already, running the show over there at Zachary. So they're poised for big things uh, as as uh, his twenty twenty season approaches. And he could very well end up uh, having made his college decision by then. But look, Shay, I think it's time to wrap things up. We've uh, touched on Naquan Brown. We've hit on how the class looks. And uh, we, we've touched on who could be next. So if you enjoyed this edition of the Go 24-7 podcast, leave us a rating, leave us a review, and subscribe as well. Tell your friends and uh, make sure that you're tuned in because the summer's rolling on and the recruiting news seems to be uh, – keeping on as well as Ed Ogeron and the Tigers picked up another commitment in four-star defensive end Naquan Brown. Shay, thanks for jumping on, man. Enjoy the fourth. It's going to be uh, – I'm going to be on the beach. I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to be around a pool, um, not doing the beach. Uh, man, I didn't know that. So what, am I on duty this weekend? No, I got to work. You're going to be on the beach? You – you dropped that on me right now. I am. Uh, I'm always uh, inside, at least a little bit on the fourth. I mean, hot dog eating contest and Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Got to see Joey Chestnut take it home. Uh, so I'm around, Shay. I'm not. I'm not leaving you out too right. uh, dry. All right. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So I'll be. I'll be around. I'll be at the pool. Probably. Hey, this is not. This is free advertisement. I was not put up to this. I'll probably have a superior margarita, you know, or two this weekend. Free ad. Free ad. They're they're the only place I think that we give free ads to, but I'll also throw out uh Ozark. I've just finished it on Netflix. Shout out Netflix. It was incredible. That season <laughs> three was just off the charts and they just renewed for a season four. So uh two free ads there for for those guys. Are you for, are you moonlighting as a Netflix marketing person there? Influencer complete rundown. Influencer? Yeah. Well, I mean it it, it's the I mean, the season was awesome. So season season three of Ozark is all the rage. And then the ending was just like so like just awesome that you gotta just watch it. The whole season was great, but the ending I was just like, oh my gosh. So um I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know what you've been Netflixing or HBO Maxing or Huluing. Oh yeah, well that's a strong the answer the answer to that is the people that know me well that are listening and certainly as well, I watch tv all the time i got it covered don't worry i'm everywhere i've never seen ozark but a but based on that when the netflix hype started like i'm it was like a little too mainstream for me like because everyone was talking about it on twitter and i was like i'm not gonna be part of that and the same way with i've never seen game of thrones any of them and uh i know those are probably bad decisions on both ends sure and i'll eventually watch them but just not part of the mainstream run but i've also then if you'd asked me about any other show i've already seen it so then I'll, then I'll have everything covered once I watch those two shows. Well, something that's not mainstream, Yellowstone on Paramount. I mean, Paramount isn't really a mainstream network, so I would encourage you on that as well. All right. Now, there we go. And that's, that was free to the people, too. Now they've got a few things added to the queue. Awesome. Boom. We've given you guys everything you need to know on LSU's new commitment, as well as some Netflix recs. 
and uh, also uh, a shout out to our friends at Superior. They do, they do a great job. So with that, we're going to wrap up this podcast. Thanks for listening. Appreciate all you guys. Hope everybody has a safe 4th of July weekend and uh, keep it locked on. Go 24-7. You can subscribe for just a buck for your first month. So we just had a bunch of people jump on board with our big promo. So you can still jump on board for just a buck and uh, check out what we've got to offer. So hope everyone has a great uh, 4th of July weekend. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.